Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Teresa Murr, who is a PT, author, coach, consultant, and artist. Teresa, how you doing? Oh, really, really good. Really good. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, of course. No, thank you for coming on. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with just telling us a little bit about yourself and some of the things that you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Oh, okay. Yeah, um... I, uh, I'm actually, um, this is my second career and, um, I'm 60 years old and, um, I live in Iowa in um, Northeast Iowa and, um, for fun, like, well, I, I'm married with three children and the children are growing and they're all over the country. So, uh, we love to travel and see them when we can. And, um, so that's one thing I do for, we do for fun or I do for fun is I go visit, visit my kids and they're in interesting cities and um, like Los Angeles, New York, and Minneapolis. So um, we, I, you know, we just have a good time. We, I, I love to walk around. Um, that's one of the, the things I love to do is just walk around cities and explore. And uh, we call it kind of our walk and talk. You know? So um, do that. Um, I also started um, oil painting and kind of for fun. It's, it was kind of therapeutic for me. And um, I teach creativity for the brain and the, you know, to keep your brain creative and flexible. And I thought, you know, I need to do something creative. I need to create something because I'm teaching people this. So um, that's kind of what I do for fun, but it has also turned into part of my business now. So I do that. Um, I love to cook, um, but I don't cook much anymore. Um, And I love to be outdoors and garden and hike and things like that. So but I, I would say like travel is, is on the top of the list. I love it. Sounds like you live a full and fun life there. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit more about what you do as a PT author, coach, and consultant. Okay. Um, I spent, you know, 36 years as a clinical physical therapist and um, I enjoyed that, but I always felt like my creative, my like my creative side um, wasn't um, being fulfilled. You know, I just cannot meet that creative need I had. You know, in physical therapy, so I took a lot of different jobs. Um, actually, in the last thirty-six years, I've had like fourteen jobs. When I would get, you know, kind of when I felt like I had maxed myself out in a job, I would just go on to the next one and learn, you know, from other therapists and learn, you know, new strategies and techniques. And so I did that. And, um, and uh, now I am pivoting into being an author. I wrote a book called The Art of Assisting Aging Parents. And um, about 15 years ago, I, I kind of put a framework around a method that I found in physical therapy that um, helped me um, actually kind of, it kind of fed my creative side. And what that was, was um, multidisciplinary group therapies. 
And we had, you know, occupational, physical and speech therapists all working together with a group of patients and providing them with like these exceptional experiences. And, you know, now, thank goodness, we have all the research that tells us why this is so beneficial to us, you know, to be face to face and to interact with each other. It actually enhances the therapeutic experience. So um, I put a framework around that and about, um, it was about 13 years after that, um, I decided to write a book and put it into the book. So I did that. And that is when I started to know that um, I could pivot out of physical, being a clinician and teach people um, from all kinds of industries about this um, method to, you know, it's to achieve optimal health and function. And uh, basically you just, you know, improve your mental and physical space. And I have a lot of different um, strategies and, and tools and techniques that I teach people. Gotcha. I love that. And you called it multidimensional group therapy? Uh, yeah, multidisciplinary Discipline. group therapy. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about your motivation for making that pivot and what gets you up and keeps you going every day. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I was motivated to change because, um, you know, just all these years being a physical therapist, although, you know, it is an extremely noble profession and it is a wonderful profession, but I just kept having these feelings like there's something missing, you know, for me. So um, I, I, you know, and, you know, just, I kept pursuing my goals is really what I did. I just set goals and um, say like one of them was writing the book. And another one was, you know, getting those group therapy treatment sessions. I put, I, I made, I made up a lot of those, you know, for the patients. So I, you know, I, I, I had that going and then I um, developed a, a, a course for physical occupational and speech therapists um, that deals with group therapy treatments. So I did that. So I just kept on, you know, um, setting these goals, achieving them. And, you know, there's a, there were a lot of days when I didn't really didn't know where I was going and what I was, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know the path. I knew I was on a path, but I wasn't sure exactly, you know, where I was going to end up. And, um, I got into a couple of business schools and, um, those were wonderful. And then I decided that, um, I needed to kind of step back and kind of follow like what, what I wanted to do, you know, because I kind of felt like I had a lot of answers within me, but I kept looking for other people to give me the answers. So then I started asking myself, you know, the questions and then, um, for me and my creativity, um, that's kind of too, when I started doing more painting and actually being creative, um, you know, you, when you're, when you're creating something, you get a rush of dopamine, you know, it makes you feel good, you know? So, um, just the joy that I've received from painting, um, has actually propelled me onto almost a new path. And I'm kind of combining these things together now, uh, to, to educate people, you know, yeah. and actually, yeah. And, you know, actually what it is, it's a proactive aging process. And we really all need to be proactively aging, you know, even, you know, even starting in your middle ages, you know, we need to age well. So what do you mean by proactively aging? 
Well, um, that's, that's kind of the, what I teach in my, I call it experience age, because I believe in, you know, experiences are vital at every age to grow, you know, your body, brain, and spirit. So the proactive aging is putting all the health strategies into place. Um, I teach like six, it's either six or seven non-negotiable health strategies that we all need to do every day for our bodies and brains. And um, they're, they, most of them, unless you want to get a gym membership, most of them don't cost any money. You know, you just have to take a little bit of time, you know, to do these. And then um, I, you know, like you, um, you're saying, what gets you up in the morning? And that's part of my program. I help people find their strengths and I help them connect with their life vision. And, you know, um, during our life, um, we all, I think we have that one life vision that we're kind of born with, you know? And it's almost like when you're a kid, you're like, I was made to do this. You know, th this is the real me. But, you know, I'll, after all these years pass and you start, you know, you're meeting, you know, other people's expectations or, um, you know, you know, you get busy, you, you know, you get married, have a family, um, raising children, you know, you, you get busy. And those are wonderful, wonderful things to do. But there's still that. Um, you know, vision inside or purpose inside you that really does need to be expressed. So, you know, I teach people about that and that's all part of, part of this proactive aging because it's really good for your brain to, um, you know, stay creative and flexible and learn. And that's what, what keeps your, what, you know, we call the neural, neural, um, neural networks in your brain that keeps them strong and the neuroplasticity means that you can build new neural networks. So, um, I mean, it's really, it's just all about the brain and the body. And, um, you know, you want to be proactive rather than reactive because, um, you know, you, you, can, you can choose which one you want, but you can either be proactive and age well, or, you know, if you don't, then you're going to be reactive and you're going to be reacting to all these, say like even like chronic illnesses that you might develop, you know? So that's what I, that's what I mean by proactive is um, just getting in the, in the game, staying, you know, doing the best things you can for your body and brain. I love that. I love that. Well, awesome. Tell us about your vision for your life and your consulting coaching speaker business. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and for me, I had that um, passion when I was a young child, actually, I had the passion of being like compassionate towards people. I, I saw, um, I was always analyzing people and, you know, analyzing their situations and thinking, well, how could this be better? Or, you know, I really felt for people um, if they were grieving or if they were, you know, had some life, life circumstance that, um, you know, was, was a hard, hard life circumstance. So, you know, um, I, I paired that with the science and became the physical therapist. But um, when I've, <laughs> I've been talking so much, I'm almost forgetting where I'm going with this. But um, yeah, so, you know, getting back to that passion, um, I want to help people um, be, you know, with their personal development. That, that, that just lights me up to help people personally develop. So um, that's still part of my vision. And that's where this new business is leading me to help people in all industries, 
you know, even um, like architects and designers, uh, they, they work on the physical space. You know, the psychologists and other, you know, therapists, they work on the mental space. And, you know, I, I put these all together to help people, um, you know, just age well, you know, um, because if you can kind of look at it this way, uh, we all we all need to be safe, you know, but if we're like in the environments that I work in with, say, like the elderly, we want them to be safe. But if we just have them be safe all the time and never challenge their body and brain, then they're going to start declining. You know, so there's a there's kind of a happy medium, you know, between safety and and let's let's do some challenging activities every day to really to really, um, you know, again, help us be, be proactively aging well. So um, so that's where I'm at with that. And um, I know like uh, you you kind of talked to about the bucket list and, you know, um, things like that. And, um, I've started to kind of work on that a little bit, but, um, yeah, definitely, um, you know, my, my career now is taking me into that kind of the coaching consulting and the, the speaker. Gotcha. Gotcha. I love it. And so what are some of the things on your bucket list? If you want to share any, mm -hmm. you don't have to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, my bucket list right now, like just contains like, you know, I, I'd probably want to work for about 10 more years. You know, like I said, I'm 60. Um, well, probably might, might work till I'm 70. But what I would like to do is have a business that was functioning well and to, you know, get into our forever home and get settled and, you know, do the traveling. I would love to have enough money to take my family to Europe and, you know, discover Europe and, and things like that. So that's, that's kind of on, on my bucket list. And, um, I also tell people that um, one of my things that I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm doing some day trading. And the reason I'm doing that, yeah, is because that was on my bucket list. And, you know, I'm so happy that I put that on my bucket list, you know, years ago, you know, I kept thinking, oh, someday I, I would just love to do some day trading, you know, and then what happened, the pandemic, the market dropped, and I, I got busy. And I love it. I actually love it. And I call it one of my three part-time jobs that I have here at home. And um, I trade stocks every day. And I, <laughs> and, you know, I do that for my brain. Because I tell, again, I teach people to do something new, learn something new, stimulate your brain daily. And that's one of the things I do. So I'm, I'm kind of happy. I, you, you know, had those goals and had that bucket list. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. You know, my brother's a day trader. Oh, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> That's why He's I lit up like that. Cause you don't yeah. see a lot of people day trading. There's usually some negative yeah. uh, stuff around day trading. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> always happy to hear about another day trader. You know, I, I did a little bit of trading um, a couple years ago and I went more focused on real estate. And that's still kind of where I'm going, but mm -hmm. day trading will always be like something I do. Because it's just fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it is too. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of fun and you can also make a lot of money when you get really good. And mm -hmm. so I just, I don't know. I love day trading. It's something I'll be doing for the rest of my life. And, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people have kind of given me some advice of like, 
get really focused on one thing and like honing on, on that one thing. I'm like, mm. yeah, I'll do that. And I'll be really effective at one thing. But also mm. I like day trading. And also I like this. So mm. I'll get to do those things too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. What really caused you to take the first step towards really pushing for this, um, you know, doing the PT thing on your own, the speaker consultant thing on your own? What really gave you that push? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I took my first step. Um, I was actually helping my mom um, taking care of her. And um, she actually lives in a different state than we do. But my husband, he's very much of a family man. And he said, you know, just go help your mom, you know, for a while. So I did. And at that point, um, you know, there were so many people coming up to me and my sister saying, you know, what, what can I do for my aging parents? So I decided, I thought, you know, I really should put that framework into a book. And that was my first step. I signed up um, actually with Author Academy Elite and I, I started writing a book and and then I thought, you know, I could make a business off of this. And um, like I said, the path, um, I didn't know, you know, I knew I was on a path. I, I didn't know the journey, but um, I, I do believe life is a journey and I'm happy it's a journey because I don't want an end to this. That, would, that wouldn't make any sense if there was an end, you know, so I'm enjoying the journey. But, but yeah, that was, that was a first step. I love it. I love it. And if there are one or two people you can meet right now, or one or two types of people that you can meet, that would really help you take the next step towards scaling this and helping as many people age well as you can, who would those people be? And how would they help you? Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I would say that what I who I'm looking for right now is just a group of creative people that really are open to, um, you know, learning something new, learning a method that will change their lives and how they, um, you know, how they run their business or how they, how they make their products. Um, And it has to be people that are kind of hungry to succeed. And that's who I think you know, I think they're going to help me propel my business to the next level. Um, I, I really know a lot of the um, strategies and tools because of the business schools I was in. So I know that. And it's just finding those creative people that want to want to go for this. And, you know, I've taught this to my patients. I've taught it to therapists. But I would, um, you know, I'm just looking for other industries to bring this into. I love it. I love it. Well, awesome. Name the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to help you accomplish your dreams. Um, I would say, you know, just by giving me referrals, you know, for, for people, like if they have a, a, a friend that's in a, in a, in a business that, you know, I could, I could work with, that would probably be the number one thing. It's just getting some good referrals and also just getting on the phone with me Um, to see if this is for you. I know I do offer like a free 20 minute strategy call that, you know, if people want to do that, but um, you know, sometimes we don't, we don't know what we don't know. And it's good to be open to different, uh, different ways to do things. And, uh, you know, I do believe like the first part of my um, 
teaching and my education is to really to get to know yourself. And I know a lot of people do that. I feel like I have my own um, signature, you know, signature course or sig signature way to do this. That is very effective. And um, I don't know, I just, uh, I, I want to see people enjoy life and live it to the fullest. So um, I just want to get in front of people that really can use this, this uh, product of mine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love it. Well, now we're going to jump into our thriving three. So our first question is, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Okay, I would say movie, and um, might be kind of cliche, but um, you know, it's it's a wonderful life. Um, I, I never get tired of that movie, and um, you know, and I think again, it's kind of about personal development, you know, and and people people being people. And then, you know, at the end, you know, all this personal development happens, you know, and um, if I can just mention a book and I, I have rarely read a whole book through lately, but um, I've been reading uh, Mal Malcolm Gladwell's, you know, Blink and Outlier. And again, it's just about how people become more. And, you know, um, I, I, I enjoy that stuff. It's that personal development that, um, just really turns me on. I'm really, really curious about how humans function and how they can function, function better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This question might intrigue you, or it might be something that you've thought about before. What is the catalyst? Let me, let me add some pretext before I ask the question. A lot of times, you know, when you're in your position or you're in my position, you come across people that don't want to be helped. And the common narrative that I continue to hear is that you can't help people that don't want to be helped. So my question to you is, since there are people that have gone from not wanting to be helped to wanting to be helped, what is the catalyst that brings people to the point of asking for and receiving help? Okay, yeah, <laughs> that is a, that's a good question, yeah. Um, I would say, and in my profession, um, every now and then um, a, a difficult patient showed up, you know, and a lot of times people, you know, therapists don't want to work with a difficult patient, you know, and, and I was one that I did because I, I'm an analyst. I love puzzles. And to me, it was just like a puzzle. How am I going to get this patient to work with me? And, and I, you know, I want to see this patient so badly get to a hundred percent that I've got to figure this out. So, um, I knew that, you know, it couldn't be, it, you know, it's not like it's my way or the highway that, that doesn't work, you know? So I would, um, like analyze the patients and this is actually with one of the, uh, theories, uh, educational theories that I teach, but, um, you know, first I've analyzed myself and then, you know, analyze the patient and see, um, you know, where we can meet, you know, together and, um, you know, how, how I can, it's almost like, you know, what, what their strengths are. I work with people's strengths because um, that gives you, that gives you some good feedback and, and, and you have to be winning during the day or you're not going to keep going. So you have to have these little wins. So I would find their strengths, help them get a win. And then, you know, and then move on to the next win. And then we would get the next win and, you know, and try to keep it really positive. You know, 
sometimes I did have to get face to face with them and just say, you know, if you don't start working with us, we're not going to be able to work with you, you know? And also sometimes it was just like insurance is going to kick you out of this building if you don't work with us, you know, and that, that was almost, you know, you, you don't want to be, it wasn't like we were, we were being threatening. It was just like, this is the truth, you know, if you don't want to work with rehab and sometimes that, you know, they would change their mind. They're like, well, yeah, I do want to work with rehab. So um, that, that's what I try to do. Um, you know, get those little wins going and just keep finding, you know, how people can win. And once they get into that mode of, you know, winning, 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 um, you know, it, it's kind of a snowball effect. And then, then, excuse me, then they achieve, you know, what they want to achieve. Love it. Love it. Thanks for that answer. Well, awesome. What is one way you like to care for yourself? Um, well, right now I would say it's a painting. <laughs> I'm just like overly obsessed, you know, almost with painting. But um, yeah, you know, that's how I can unplug from the world. I mean, literally, you know, I'll put the classical music on my phone. Um, I, I, you know, so I, I'm not even looking at my phone. If I'm looking at my computer, it's because I have a picture up there that I'm trying to work off of. So I, I unplug from the emails, the phone, um, and, and I'm just, I'm by myself and um, I'm mindful. I'm doing my mindful activity, which is good for your brain. It actually grows your brain to be mindful. So um, I'm very much involved in my activity, you know, like say mixing paints, what color do I need? Where am I going to put this paint? You know? Um, so that's really about me when I paint. And, and I like that. I like that, you know, that's, that's my me time. And then, um, you know, that's my, that's my little win for the day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And what is one action step you can take right now or continue to take to really reach as many people as you want to reach and get that group of creative people together that you're trying to get together? Well, yeah, I have to do more reaching out to people and doing follow-up. You know, I'm meeting some amazing people, but it's that, it's that follow-up step that sometimes I let go of. And that's what I need to do more of right now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. What do you think is stopping you from consistently reaching out to the extent you need to, but primarily following up? Yeah, I think it's, um, sometimes I still have that fear of rejection, you know, or, or, you know, it's almost like that imposter syndrome shows up every now and then. And, you know, sometimes even though I've done this for 36 years with people, you know, and maybe it's a different mode, but Sometimes I think, you know, do I know what I'm doing? Do I, you know, am I, am I doing the right thing? So I, I think it's a little bit of a, a self-doubt, you know, which is, is, is totally kind of um, ridiculous in a way. But um, I think sometimes we find excuses to hold ourselves back. <laughs> I think that would be mine. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Have you ever read Who, Not How? No. Gotcha. It is a great great book and it told me that um procrastination is a really good thing mm -hmm. it's really bad if you don't learn from it but it's really good if you seek the wisdom that it has to bring and it said that when we procrastinate it's because there's something that's like inherent in us that is like rejecting that activity and instead of trying to do that activity and procrastinating and failing and hitting that negative rabbit hole 
we should find a who for our activity. So the idea is to partner with somebody who that activity like gives them energy because like physical mm. therapy or like helping people with self-improvement gives you energy. So you don't procrastinate when it comes to that, but like following up, blah, like who wants to do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. There's somebody out there that loves to follow up that if you could partner with them in a way that would be mutually beneficial, it might work out for both of you. Just thought. That's a great tip. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, of course. Of course. Um, so yeah, anyway, those are all the questions that I have. Is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? Um, not really, I, but I do want to say thank you for having me. Um, it's been a real pleasure to talk to you tonight. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Thanks for coming on. It was fun to chat with you. And thanks for answering my question about the catalyst. I'm experimenting with getting some new, newer questions in here because there are some that I want to replace and that is one of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you for answering that and worked well so i might be adding it in future podcasts who knows <laughs> but awesome teresa thank you so much if you guys are listening to this podcast and you loved what teresa had to say make sure to reach out to her and also send her any referrals of now are you looking for people that are trying to work with their aging parents or like professionals that work with aging parents or both um yeah I, it could be either either or yes yeah Awesome. Well, sounds good. If you guys know anybody that fits that description or you fit that description, make sure to reach out to Teresa, get that 20 minute call in and help grow her business as well as help all the aging parents age proactively. So Teresa, thank you for coming on guys. Thank you for listening. As we always ask, send this episode to one to two people, you know, need to hear the message and shoot us a five-star review on iTunes. On that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.